좀 조용 좀 하라고 조용히 줘. 보내줘. Hi, I'm Jake. And I'm Callum. And welcome to 1001 A Film Podacy. This week we'll be discussing the 2003 cult classic Old Boy. This movie tells the story of Oday Su, a drunken father who is kidnapped on the day of his infant daughter's birthday. He finds himself locked in a single room with no one for company but the TV and his own thoughts for 15 long years. Where and why is he being kept here? Who is behind it? And what will happen when Day Su finally gets his hands on his captor? Had you ever heard of Old Boy before watching it ever? Um, no, I haven't heard of it in any in any capacity. I think I might have heard of the remake, the Spike Lee remake. I don't know. I'd, I'd heard the, the film Old Boy, but in my head, it was like um, a lock, stock, and smoke, two smoking barrels type film. I just thought it was <laughs> a bit like what's that film with uh, Michael Caine when he goes on a mad one as an old fella? Harry Brown. Yeah, I thought it was something like Harry Brown. It was called <laughs> Old Boy, an old yeah. gangster that's, that's come back to avenge. Off some, yeah, it's a strange name. It's a bit like Jaws. Like everyone calls the shark in Jaws Jaws. I call the main guy in this Old Boy. Yeah, but it's not his name. That's no, that is his name. Oh right, yeah. Okay, fair <laughs> Are you a fan of South Korean films or films from Asia in general? Jake, take the floor. Um, I'm not very well versed in them. Uh, I haven't seen a lot. Parasite's brilliant, um, yes. as a lot of people will agree with. I watched that Squid Game. I got three episodes into that. Yeah, I'm sure I've seen quite a lot, but I just can't think of any now off the top of my head. Under pressure. But yeah, I do. I think that, that when you watch, well, not just uh, Korean films, but any films with subtitles, I think you, not that you concentrate more, but you, you you read every line, you don't miss anything, do you, at all? And I think that you get more wrapped up in a story. Yeah, I know. I, mean, I think with subtitles, you have to focus, don't you, to have any idea what's going on. So yeah. I always feel even if I miss just one line, I have to like go back and go, sorry, I wasn't watching what you're saying. Yeah. Sometimes those lines are the most important bloody lines in the film. And if exactly. you miss that, you're out. And within 10 minutes of it as well, you don't even realise you're reading anymore. Old Boy and Battle Royale were like the original big big like Asian films that everyone had seen really before Parasite and all that came along. The ones that took over the Western world sort of Yeah, the ones that everyone over here knew about because they're the only two I heard about, mainly because of Quentin Tarantino. He always went on about Battle Royale and Old Boy. I think he was on the Cannes sort of jury when Old Boy was in competition. Yeah, I saw that. Um, And he was proper pushing for it to win, didn't he? Um, Yeah, but it lost. Yeah, it came second. It, it was like it won the Grand to, Prix. Um, yeah, to, I don't well, understand what that is. Michael Michael Moore documentary. It's like, it's like Grand Prix was a race. You said that old, old boy and Battle Royale were the first sort of to come over. I don't know because Bruce Lee was massive. Like films like Game of Death and oh yeah, well, yeah, Bruce Lee obviously ages ago was was the big guy. Maybe it was like um, a resurgence in it. I mean, like extreme. Asian cinema is, is these ones, really. These, yeah. these two, an audition, that, that horrible film. Mm. They're the big three. What's your thoughts on extreme films? There we go. A link. Um, I like it. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's, it's not my favourite genre of film. But, yeah, definitely. I, I think I probably would have liked it a lot more when I was a bit younger, but now I, I quite, um, like happier films. Not necessarily all the time, but I don't know. They they don't they they sort of bum me out a little bit more than they used to. 
Do you know, like when he was in this film and he's locked in his room and he's just sort of talking to himself and stuff like that. I just think, oh, it's a bit depressing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, um, I think I think it probably started because I like him quite a bit, but it probably started when I was a teenager when you're just like trying to find the worst possible film to watch for some reason. I don't know why we did that. Horrible. I didn't. Well, I did. <laughs> Should we actually talk about the film then? Yeah. So, um, it starts off in the in a police station, um, and there's a well, he's, he's a pisshead, isn't he? A jerk. Yeah, a jerk. He is um, annoying. I quite like the scene. He's he's being a bit of a prick, um, sort of messing about and being a bit belligerent. And then the next scene is him sat in between these massive fellas, <laughs> just completely <laughs> silent. Yeah, the, the film's full of those like funny cuts, isn't it? Like it, him doing something mental and it just cuts to sight. I like those. They are yeah they are funny. I didn't find it funny until later on because I didn't know what to make of it at the time. I wasn't really sure. I had no idea about this film. I didn't know anything about it. Didn't watch a trailer. Didn't literally nothing um so i wasn't sure if i was meant to be laughing or what a lot of it and until later on when i realized oh actually yeah, it's sort of a dark comedy in parts isn't it i think so a lot of people say it's not it's just that horrible i think it is a really dark bleak comedy really mental. you like you think like, like mental weird things are funny though so it's just your sense of humor but i i can see a lot where a lot of it was funny we'll talk about it that's All right. what I mean. But it does throw you in, doesn't it, with that first scene? Like, who's this fella going mental? Yeah, he's on the um, floor, sort of half naked. <laughs> but um, I think that was the last scene they, they filmed, wasn't it? Because obviously he needed a haircut and all that. And it, and as we said, what was the other film we mentioned where it was? He, oh, Serpico, wasn't Serpico, it? Serpico, yeah, they filmed it. It's easier to cut your hair the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> um, to grow it out. It definitely, no, it definitely is a comedy because there's the bit where his friend comes and collects him from the police station um, and he says he won't do anything again sort of thing and then he sort of, sort of tells him to fuck off and walks out. It does, yeah. So, yeah, no, it is a comedy. That's that's yeah. that's humorous. They know that's humorous. There's also, sorry, before the police scene, is the, the the very first scene is him holding someone's tie as they're hanging off a building. Oh, yeah. was that? Oh, that is before then, isn't it? It's like sort of foreshadowing what's to come. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, which is quite a good scene. I like it's a good, good, good intro. That actually, I, I enjoyed that. It gets you hooked. Were you worried about that little dog in his arms? Of course, I was. <laughs> did Fleur? Did he have to cover Fleur's eyes? Um, no, I don't think she was too bothered. She's more than happy to see dogs in danger, but it's just when they distort, like in the thing, that she doesn't like it. <laughs> That's bizarre that she understands what's happening. Yeah, clever dog. Yeah, my dogs just far to wake themselves up. <laughs> Uh, don't we all? But anyway, quickly after the, the police scene, he gets kidnapped, doesn't he? And he spends the, the, a good 45 minutes of the film in his room. 45 minutes to us, but 15 years to him. There's a line where he says, "Would if I'd have known it was going to be 15 years, would I have been? Would it have been worse for me or something? What do you think? Would that have been worse for you if you're in that situation, if you knew you were going to be there for 15 years? or For the first couple of years, definitely, yeah. But then after, I don't know, eight years, you sort of think that's it for the rest of your life now, wouldn't you? Even yeah. when he's tried to kill himself, they just mend him and stick him back in there. So he can't even do that. I think towards the end, I think after a certain amount of years, you'd start wishing that you knew that there is a deadline that you're aiming towards. Yeah. It's not completely hopeless. But anyway, he gets let out, doesn't he? And he's just sort of on the roof um, and he comes out of that box. Well... He thinks it is. That's quite a good scene, isn't it? When he's in the field getting out of that box. Yeah, well, it, 
it looks like a field, but isn't it just a little patch of grass on the roof? I think that's probably a metaphor that went over my head. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is filled with them. Yeah, um, like it looks like he's more free than he is. Maybe something like that. I don't know. Like he's been left. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. He's still pen pending. Might as well talk about the main guy. Ode Sue. Yeah, Choi Min Sik. Yeah. Do you Thoughts know, on him? Uh, yeah, he was he was he was good. He, he, um, he had a lovely smile. <laughs> he does, yeah. <laughs> he that smile. Yeah, a lovely smile. Yeah, he was all right. Yeah, no complaints right. about him. Wasn't sort of, I don't know, didn't applaud him at the end or anything like that. But yeah, yeah he was, he was I, I think good. he's really good. And I really like him. I think yeah. he's got a very good face. <laughs> His face works well for this one. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you I don't know, he just got very, oh, well. Apparently he was like a theatre actor. That's what he's more known uh, as in right. Korea. Like he did loads of th- like really like top end theatre productions. So getting him for this was like a big win for the director. I think. Yeah. But he, I like him. I just don't know. He has a lot of character about him. It's, it's possible that I was missing all this while trying to read. <laughs> yeah, you were. Awesome I, <laughs> I did look yeah. at him once. Um, <laughs> the only times I looked at him was when he was like fighting or just not speaking. Well, this is obviously part of a trilogy we should probably mention. Yeah, the uh, Revenge trilogy. And he's in the, I think it's the third one as well. This one and the third one, I think, yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was in any of those. I thought there was only one of the characters at the crossover. And he's also in a film called I Saw the Devil, which is also mad. He definitely made you believe that he was growing insane in uh, in that room. Um, from the fella sat in the police station to the end of when he's getting released, they do look like completely different people, like completely different actors. Yeah, um, they do. All I'll say is the lad he's meant to be in school with, how come he's like 20 years younger than him? Well, he is in real life. No, in he real does. life, he's about 14 years younger, but he looks a lot younger than him. I think that that's, that was annoying me in the film. It felt like a flaw. I was like, no. People have tried to sort of say that it's, He's meant to look immortal. And... Well, that's fair. Yeah, that's a fair point to make. They do. It is mad, but I think it's just to sort of show the the sort of difference between the two men. Because I think Choi Min Sik, he looks a bit. He looks mad in this film, doesn't he? He looks insane. But the also, other guy is pristine, isn't he? The way he looks, he's like yeah. a very symmetrical face. And... Yeah, and also, um, yeah, money helps because if you have a look at like Tom Cruise, he's what how old is he? Like ninety three or something like that. Yeah, and he, and he, he does. He's doesn't look it, does he? Well, I, I don't think... know how old he is, but he, he he doesn't look his age, does he? Who, Tom Cruise? Yes. I think he's 60, you know. 61. He doesn't look 61, does he? So no, he doesn't. I think it's just being maybe... Although I've heard I've heard talk of, in the new one, in the new Mission Possibly, starting to show his age a little bit. Yeah, like, I think he approaches a young woman and goes, hey, and then you can, you can say, that's just an old bloke trying to chat up a young girl. Apparently, I think... Um, Choi Min Sik actually suggested uh, Yuji Tae, who plays the baddie, Lee Woo Jin, in this. Right. Despite the director thinking he was too young for the part. So it it was something that Park Chan Wook actually was a bit worried about, uh, to be honest. But Choi knew. He knew what to do. Well, possibly, um, if you've got all the, yeah, like I said, about having all the money in the world, if you've got all the cosmetics to hand, you can make yourself, you can preserve yourself a little bit better, can't you? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll we'll let it pass. Can we talk about the the worst scene of the film? The octopus scene. Yes. 산거 맞죠? 이제 잘라도 될까요? 
Go on then. What have you got to say about that? Well, I thought my fact was a bit more um, niche. Um, niche, but it's not. It's honest. I didn't look at it. Chelsea told me she um, googled sort of mid during the film. She googled was the octopus alive, and yes, the octopus was alive. Um, but because um, Truman Sick is a Buddhist, he said a prayer for each one. But that is a grim scene. He did. Apparently, he had to eat four of them, didn't he? Because there's quite a lot of CGI in this. You'd think they just CGI that bit, but I don't know why it had to be a real. Th- I don't know why he had to actually eat it. Well, it's, it's they don't bat an eyelid in, in Korea because they do eat sort of live octopus, but it's usually chopped or just just killed octopus. Yeah. Um. So it's it's not like a taboo like it is over here. But I don't know what that's meant to represent him saying, I want to eat a living thing. I think it's just to do the most mad possible thing you can do after being going insane for so long. You just wanted to feel alive, I think. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Yeah, possibly that. He's not been with any other sort of life at all for 15 years. Because he wants to eat it. There's a video on YouTube, apparently, of of all four takes, but I won't be watching it. No, I won't. I feel sad. It's horrible. It's no need. Yes. No, I'm against animal, cru- real animal cruelty in films. That's the one thing I draw yeah, the line. So at. I. Um, yeah, um, yeah. That's why I hate it. Well, I like the music in Cannibal Holocaust, but everything else is horrible. I um, don't. I've not seen it. Good, good, good soundtrack. That's about it. <laughs> no, um, but and then there's things like Apocalypse Now, isn't there? Where it's like a tribe cow. killing a, killing a cow. So it's sort of acceptable in a way but it's a really good film that isn't it? it's a hard one it's just different cultures isn't it mm. yeah you, if it was just the director killing that cow you'd be like oh that's what's the point of that but it's because it's actually being sacrificed for a, a reason for them in their heads and it's fine <laughs> isn't it <laughs> yeah. sort of i don't know i'm still a bit conf- I don't know. in conf- conflict with that a bit but you can anyway. do what you want i just don't want to bloody watch it um but yeah horrible horrible scene poor octopus poor octopuses Octopoid. and that is the correct Octopoid, I thought. Where have you been? Where have you heard that? Octopoid? I've got a clue. <laughs> Kang Hee Jung as Mido. Um, uh, but she plays Daisu's. We'll just keep the spoilers out of it at the minute. Love interest. Mido is the character that he meets while he's eating the octopus. She serves in the octopus. He doesn't meet while he's eating it. She gives it to him. So she works in a sushi, re- sushi restaurant. And I didn't know... Um, I only learned this, but he said that um, women don't usually make sushi because their hands are too warm. Is that true? Don't know. I'm going to take it at face value and say it is. Every I time don't think I... that women have warmer hands than men, do they? Well, they always say their hands are hands are cold. So they? that's wrong then, isn't it? So it's constant battles and work there, Con. Men's hands are much warmer. What is he on about? I don't know. Maybe it's a culture thing. Maybe it's different in Korea. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I don't think there's much science behind it. I don't think. I think they're busy doing other things, aren't they? Yeah, researching that. But um, I thought it was, a, if if not interesting, a weird thing to say. Then, <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, it's a weird film, was it? He recognised her because he he recognised her from a TV show she was on about sushi chefs. Yeah, um, and she was like the best female sushi chef or something in Korea, wasn't she, or something like that? Somehow. Yeah, she thought she thought she recognised him as well. Um, yeah, and at the time of viewing it, I thought, oh, she must recognise him from the TV because he's a killer that killed his wife and vanished. Yes, correct. Um, although he didn't kill his wife, obviously, but that's what everyone thought. I'd hate that. I'd hate to be framed for a murder. Yeah. And it'd be so too. annoying because like, if, if it was like proper 
caught red-handed, but you hadn't. Well, annoying. It's a weird thought, that, because... Should we get into spoilers, or what are we doing? I don't know. Yeah, if you want to. Spoilers ahead. You'd think, because it ends with him... I don't know. He hasn't really got away with that murder, has he? There's no sort of way of him protecting the fact that he didn't actually kill his wife. Yeah. There's, there's no mention of it. There's, there's, he's not pursued by the police. It is 15 years later, to be fair, but there's no... They just assumed think... he was dead, probably, and he, he probably looks quite a bit different. You'd think his friend would be a bit more worried to meet up with him, wouldn't you? Well, there's a think... few people. There's the, the woman that works in the hair salon as well. Yeah. She doesn't seem to give a shit. Yeah, yeah, he goes there. Oh, she's like, you're all right. Oh, I haven't seen you for a while. There's a, there's a couple of plot points here. <laughs> I'm not to say, we're not to pick it apart, but yeah. Not a whole, sorry. Um, um, but yeah. anyway, yeah. The, the, yeah. It doesn't matter, does it? There's a, there's you a, you a... would think that, yeah, there'd, there'd be more people sort of going, hang on. He was hang on, that's the fellow that killed yeah. 15 years ago. Um, if the Yorkshire yeah. Ripper walked past your house, would you recognise him? No. No, I'll die. Um, is there any that you would recognise? Um, I'd recognise Myra Hindley if she walked past. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the West. Yeah, and the West. Oh, God, if Fred West walked past, you can't, he doesn't look like any other <laughs> human in the world. He looks a bit like Warwick Davis, but that's about it. <laughs> well, there you go. If you see a, a massive Warwick Davis, then it's Fred West. <laughs> oh, what, a, what, a, what an image. Yeah. All right, then what about the fight scene? In the yeah, corridor. that's a good scene, isn't it? Looks the corridor looks a bit like Tekken game. Yeah, it is like a side scroller sort of. Pa- I think it's meant to be a bit like a panel from a from the comic, isn't it? Because it's based on a, a Japanese manga, weirdly, isn't it? Yeah, uh, the film. Um, but I think yeah, that scene is one that stuck out to me. It's just technically impressive, isn't it? Really? Yes. <laughs> Um, he looks like he's absolutely goosed in that fight, but um, so, I don't know. I like I like it because it's not like the Matrix or anything, is it? It seems like a proper fight, like that. Yeah, one. they didn't stick any slow mo, like they didn't zoom in on like a I don't know a flying yeah. kick or something. I don't know. No, yeah, like slow mo, like he's like John Wick or anything, taking them all out. He's like struggling a little bit. <laughs> Although <laughs> yeah. I will say, films like John Wick and stuff like that, I can imagine are quite influenced by this film. Yeah, definitely. You can see aspects of it, especially because John Wick, sometimes he does get a bit hurt. Like, and obviously, um, Odysseus gets stabbed in the back with a knife in this scene. Yeah. Pretty mental, which is a CGI think, knife. Yeah. Surely, with all the practical effects that they've done in the past, you could you can have a knife popping out his back and make it look like it's gone in. Do you yeah. Know what I mean? I'm sure you yeah. could do it if they really tried. I don't think they should have used CGI in this film because those ants weren't fooling anyone. Yeah, I forgot about the bit with the ants. It's all a bit mental. Um, and, you know, obviously Korea doesn't have as big of a, like, budget or, like, teams to make CGI as good as, like, Hollywood and things. So yeah. sometimes it does stick out, especially in the film The Host. Um, the alien in that, awful. Awful CGI. Yeah, there's been <laughs> worse than shit CGI, is there? But going back to the fight then, apart from the CGI knife, it yeah, it was very impressive. Um it was all done in, in one take as well. Well, like, it was one shot, but I think it was shot. a few takes. It was like one shot, but a few takes. That yeah, because 
I think usually that like in Korean films apparently like they contain like fast editing. Um and I think the guy who was like became the martial arts director, it was his first film he did as an arts martial arts director and he was used to seeing Korean films that were a bit more fast paced like. He was very worried about that scene because he didn't know you know why they would do it in one shot and what it would look like. But I think it's one of the most effective fight scenes I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's definitely it helps this film stand out. Yeah. It's the it's the one one the bit that everyone always talks about really in this. Yeah. Um as the big scene. And then he gets to the, the elevator, um and then the doors open, there's a load more cronies in there. Yeah. Goons. And then the next scene it cuts to the door opening and they all just sort of collapse out of it and he's battered them as well. I like that. Yeah, I That's do too. Funny. That's sort of a funny little it, yeah, flag, it, isn't it? It is, yeah, and it's sort of yeah, you don't have to see it, you know you know what he's capable of. But like Captain America. You could have done the scene, but Captain America did it twenty years later, so just don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Um, um and I like just before that, that little bit where he's holding that hammer up to that guy that sat on the chair and he does the little lines, the lines. like the little sort of diagram of where he's gonna hit him in the head. Yeah. I, I, like, know, I, I like little things like that. Yeah, they films. do it there's in Pulp Fiction as well, isn't it, when she calls him a square. Yeah, yeah, um, maybe it was. A and lot they're doing a lot of um, Asian film. I think yeah. that Quentin Tarantino robbed it from Asian film anyway. There's a lot of um, mirrors used in this film as well. I noticed a lot of filming into mirrors and stuff, and uh, quite a lot of interesting angles. A lot the, the, the directing in this was was very impressive, I think, and yeah. the, the shots and stuff. I watched um, a compilation of, of shots. Uh, the best shots of Old Boy, I think it was called. It was oh, yeah. just a compilation of them all, and yeah, you, you, I forgot most of them. Or they didn't really, I didn't really notice them while I was watching it as a film. But if you look at them, just sort of singularly as shots, um, they, they, there's a lot of lot of, lot of uh, creativity in this film. There's also like loads of nods to like art and book quotes, isn't there? In it, so if you look into them a bit more, um, it gives clues about the plot, doesn't it? I yeah, think. I like well, it when directors put in extra work, but. Yeah, like yeah, cool. yeah, me too. And um, it was a bit of a, a Greek tragedy sort of theme, wasn't there? To the to the whole film, we mentioned yeah. before about um, what was it called? Um, Oedipus, Octopus, Oedipus, yeah, Oedipus, Oedipus, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, and the inspiration from that, but well, um, yeah, and like Shakespearean things, which a lot of things yeah. take inspiration from Shakespeare, and then like even Succession. It's hard um, not to because it's sort of the blank canvas, isn't it? I was Go going on. to say, actually, going back to when he was on the roof with that man and he tells him his story, doesn't he? And the man sort of sits there for a bit and then um, yeah. basically goes downstairs and then the fellow does jump off in the end and lands on a car. You see the little, the, obviously he jumped off with his dog. You <laughs> yeah. see the little toy dog go flying. little toy dog, yeah. That, I'm glad it looks so much like a toy because it would have been a bit more d- disturbing if it yeah. looked a bit more <laughs> real. <laughs> shit toy going flying. That's quite a funny bit. And it's funny just before that, like when he tells him the story, he goes through all of it. And then the guy goes, right, now it's my turn to tell you my story. And then he just walks off. He just yeah. Just like, nah, I can't be honest with that. <laughs> <laughs> there are funny moments of that. And, and when he just gets in the lift um, and sees the first woman he's seen in like 15 yeah. years, and he's just in the corner um, looking insane. Dirty, um, lucky, little perv he is. He is a bit, yeah. Sick and twisted, isn't he? All the way through it. <laughs> Basically, he's trying to find his daughter, isn't he? That's sort of the plot line. He wants to know who, where his daughter's gone. Apparently, she's in Sweden with a yeah. couple. Um, and that's sort of the initial little 
little quest he goes on, and she helps him with that initially, doesn't she? Yes. Um, um, I did see a fact about the girl being in Sweden, and it's basically the, the telephone number which was supposed to go to Odesu's daughter's new home in Sweden. Um, yeah. The number was shut down by request of, of the owner um, because obviously everyone was calling it. Oh, God. Um, what, real. They, what they did in the end is they referred it to another number, which was the Republic of Korean um, Embassy in, in Sweden. So they got all the phone calls instead. Oh, right. So they diverted it. That's quite good, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, I don't know if that was just so they could deal with it or if people maybe thought that it was a real number and they're looking to speak to. Yeah, maybe one of the people at the embassy pretended to be the daughter. Anyway, I've got a fact about Mido. <laughs> when she auditioned the actress, yeah. um, she brought her own knife. Oh. Um, and Choi Min Suk was at the audition. He thought she was a bit weird. Apparently, um, she borrowed it from a chef, and, and they don't usually lend their knives to people. Um, so she managed to swindle that. And then after she she did a little bit, a little whatever she was talking about, it must have been a sushi, one of the scenes in the sushi bar mm. or whatever, um, she she uh, turned to leave and tripped over and dropped dropped to the floor, um, and then that's when the director said he saw you know he saw a trip over, and then that's why he cast her because she fell over at the end. <laughs> why? Because he's like, I don't know. He clumsy. wanted something who was a bit quirky, I think. Oh right, fair enough. I couldn't really see her place in this film. Obviously, once the revelation at the end is whatever. Um, yeah, but I just thought. Yeah, he's definitely going to want a bit of, you know, after he's been stuck in there for 15 years. But you'd think that having a new girlfriend and running off with her was the last sort of thought in his mind. I don't know. It just seems to go from wanting pure revenge and training to kill for the person that's captured him. Um, and then he goes to having a, a girlfriend and running yeah. off with her quite quick after that. and. Wanted nothing to do with this sort of thing, but maybe that's a whole part of the hypnosis thing. Yeah, maybe that's well, it was, wasn't it? it? Yeah, well, I just forgot about that for a bit, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> right, let's let's get into that then, shall we? We might as well talk about it. Yeah, we've gone through most everything, I think, have we? Yeah. Um. So obviously, at the end, it comes to light that um, this is a big this... spoiler, by the way. If anyone oh, yeah, hasn't seen, yeah. it. if anyone's got to this yeah. point and hasn't seen it. Yeah. Be so careful. Stop. Stop. Yeah. You've got five seconds. Stop. Five, four, three, two, one. Right. Because there's literally no way you can watch this film knowing this and have the same experience as not knowing it, basically. Well, I've got something to say about that in a second as well. But okay. you, Jite, who plays Lee Woo Jin, basically, when he was younger, Lee Woo Jin's sister and him were, he was taking pictures of her, and then they, 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 they banged, didn't they? they, they... <laughs> incest happened, basically. They canoodled. Yeah, yeah incest, incest occurred. And she was watching it with a mirror, which was very weird. Yeah, she, yeah, she was. mirror to watch her brother. Yeah, all a bit strange. The places. Troy um, sees this and then tells his mate, and says, please don't share it with anyone, for God's mate sake. tells everyone. And then the rumour starts growing, and then people say that she's he's got his he's got his own sister pregnant. It turns out to be a phantom pregnancy, apparently. Yeah. Uh, but because of all this, um, Lee Woo Jin's sister kills herself. Well, she tries to jump off a bridge, and he's holding her hand, trying to stop yeah. her. Do you reckon and that then... scene where he's holding the hand, it's obviously the reference to the 
holding the fella's tie, the suicidal man. Yeah, I think so. It's scene, meant to it? parallel, isn't it? It's like yeah. it's the book bookends the film a bit, doesn't it? All this time, Lee Woo Jin is obviously wanting to seek revenge, even though what he did was absolutely just one of the worst possible things you can do anyway. So he's in the wrong anyway, this bloody Lee Woo Jin. Yeah. Um, but he thinks Choi Min Sik is the reason his sister... But he's been shagging his sister, so he's not there. Yes. Is he? he's, he's a bit tapped. Yeah, anyway, he's the one who kidnaps Choi Min Sik and locks him up for 15 years. Uh, bloody hell, this is convoluted, isn't it, going through all this? Mm. I'm sure if you've listened to this, you know all this, so I don't know what the point yeah, is. Yeah, you've it? seen the film, but anyway. Um, this is just but, in case anyone has gone against all our... Yeah, no, what's the point of this, really, Jake? Anyway, he's... Well, while he's in prison, he's been hypnotising both Choi Min-sik and his Choi Min-sik's daughter, who actually is Maido, who he meets in the sushi bar, to fall in love with each other when he gets out of the prison, and then they start a relationship together. Yeah. Which is the big twist, so which is so, so because Lee Woo-jin was shagging his sister, he's got his own back on Odeisu and making him shag his own daughter. Yeah. That's not I, even the weirdest bit. What's the weirdest bit? That Odeisu wants to forget about it and carry on banging his daughter. Well, yeah, at the very he just, end. He gets himself hypnotised again to try and forget about it so he can crack on. The last... Right, if basically, if you found out you were shagging your daughter, the last thing you want to do is, right, I want to forget that so I can crack on and carry on. I know, but... That's the when, mental bit. Well, but even more mental is that last scene where he's hugging his daughter at the end, he's smiling, but then he, the smile sort of slowly becomes a bit of a grimace, doesn't it? Yeah, you can... So it, he's, it doesn't, you think he might not have worked, the hypnosis, Or, or, or it, it might not have even happened, the hypnosis. He might have just... He yeah. went a bit mad, didn't he? He sort of cut his own tongue off. Oh, God, yeah. And that. Yeah, that's horrible. Um, but yeah, it's a very bleak ending. But it's quite a... It's mental. <laughs> it's, it's one of the only endings of a film where I've sort of stood up and just gone, what the fuck? Yeah. Even, to, you know, when I first watched it, this is the annoying thing. I knew about this ending somehow. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember oh, why. No. I think I listened to a podcast. So sorry if we've done this to anyone. Uh, but I listened to a podcast and they just went into it without sort of warning. Um, luckily, we've done a lot of warning. We did a five-second countdown. Um, but, yeah, we did. Extra precautions were taken there. But, yeah, they just talked about it. And I was like, oh, I think they just said something about, oh, yeah, with the incest with the father and daughter. I was like, what? And I was like, oh, bloody hell. So when I was watching it for the first time, you I was knew. expecting it the whole bloody time. So I was like, oh, here we go. Well, I wasn't. When's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? Yeah. I wasn't at all. That's good. I'm glad. I thought the twist was that this fellow was shagging his sister. So I was like, oh, that's the big twist. Oh, right. And, okay. and I was like, no, what the? And then it carried on. Obviously, it turned out. But anyway, it was, yeah, it was a lot to handle. Um, Especially while I was eating my spag ball. Um, <laughs> At least you weren't eating seafood. No, can't God for that. Maybe one of the most mental endings of a film I've ever seen. Obviously, the revelation happens, and then he goes mad and he starts barking like a dog. And yeah, and you don't get any sense of catharsis, do you? Really, because uh, the the bad guy wins, really, in a way. But yeah, he does. Sort of, well, he does but win, even yeah. even that, he's. Not truly one, has he, really, when you think about what he's done as well. The bad yeah, guy. he still lost his sister, isn't he? he, he, he he's not happy, is he, really? loved and his revenge is complete now, so his life life mission's complete, I suppose. I hate that he has a way of avoiding all consequences, consequences before he kills himself. He has an out for everything, like he has that heart monitor thing that he sort of pretends that 
he need you know that button would kill him. Yeah, um, that, that that was that was just a decoy, wasn't it? I know, but it was it was annoying. He was always one step ahead, and I was like, ah, oh, bastard, he's got him. Yeah, he's like a, he's like a god, isn't he? Really playing with like a mortal's life because he's so rich and yeah, he, can, uh, and he has like all the power. He's all seeing, all hearing. He's got him bugged and. Yeah, he's just completely sorts, in control of him. Yeah. Um, but I have no empathy for that villain whatsoever, and it's infuriating that he gets away with it, to be honest. Yeah. And he pulls such smug expressions all the way through it, and which is another thing that pissed me off. Odis, who didn't really do anything, he just saw it and told one friend. I know, it's like, pointless. Why didn't his friend end up in there? Well, was his friend the guy who got that he killed? Was that? Yeah, he was the one he killed, but he only killed him because he heard him calling his sister a slag. I know, but it was more his friend than... Well, maybe it's because he saw Odisu see them. Yeah, maybe. He sees him looking through the window. Oh, yeah, he chases after him a little bit. Ah, But anyway, yeah, it just shows how pointless seeking revenge is, really, doesn't it? Just leave it. Yeah. Oh, I recently watched a a video about a current comic storyline that's going on in DC where the Joker accidentally kills Batman and then has nothing to do in life. So I yeah. feel like it's sort of similar to this in a way. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, his whole life was leading up to this moment, really, wasn't it? And then there's nothing left for him, really, after that. But, yeah, Odesu, he was sort of, rev- at the end, obviously, he cuts his tongue out and, like, begs like a dog, doesn't he? He sort of reverts back to how he was at the beginning, doesn't he? Because he's gone through all this transformation to get yeah. this revenge. Completely... Cuts his tongue off as if to sort of say, I won't talk again, sort of thing. That's mental, because he's, he's quite a cool character for a while, just battering everyone. But that's um, a revelation, though, isn't it? That's an unprecedented. Yeah, it would, to... it would make you become an absolute. And he doesn't want maniac, his, it? <laughs> he doesn't want his daughter to find it out. So that's why he's doing it, so that Lee Woo Jin, even Lee Lee Jin, even gets the fucking high ground in the end by thinking, "Yeah, go on, then I won't tell your daughter." Yeah, he does as well. So he's and... at the moral high ground as well in the end, and just the high ground in general because Odessi has his little device that he thinks is going to blow his heart up or whatever <laughs> or stop yeah. his heart monitor um, and then it just turns out to be a recording of Odesu having sex with his daughter yeah evil fair play Lee Woo Jin what a villain pretty good villain yeah he's 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 nailed his master plan hasn't he he's he evil has, yeah yeah I like that about Korean films, though. It's always flawed characters doing, like, sometimes things you're like, I don't know if I can side with this person. No. Um, but somehow you do. Like, in this, it's I think that, that, like, like, that, that was my issue with Buffalo 66. I just couldn't side <laughs> with the main character. Well, wasn't yeah. happening. He has a happy ending, though, really, in that. Yeah, but he didn't deserve it. Would you have been happy if it was him in this film getting all that he deserved? Yeah, I would have been happier if um, he'd gone at the end of Buffalo 66 he'd gone back to the motel and she was in there with a much nicer fella and he beat him up and told him to fuck off or he got back to the motel and then it locked and then he was stuck in there for 15 years yeah spanning time yeah spanning time (laughs) on his own (laughs) (laughs) do you want to talk about the remakes if you want has there yes there's a Bollywood remake um, which wasn't commissioned um sorry oh, like an unofficial one. yeah it was an unofficial one um and they'd already sold the rights to dreamworks to create um an american version of it um so they were going to take them to court but by the time they were going to take them to court the uh 
they couldn't because the production company shut down. So, oh right, um, that's, that's a shame. But it was called Zinder. They said that it wasn't um, Old Boy, but it was just very, very similar. Well, if they t- if they said they based it on the source material, they could have got away with that because that's that's fair game. Yeah, I suppose it is. Unless they specifically included incest, then they are ripping off the film because that's not in the book. Yeah, true. So I think maybe that's what they did do. Ah. But anyway. Naughty. And the characters look quite similar as well, like costume-wise. And ah, right. Things. Okay, fair enough. Um, and also, obviously, uh, Spike Lee uh, did one, which originally Steven Spielberg was going to do. Really? Yeah, he intended to make it with Will Smith in 2008. Um but he pulled out in 2009 and then Spike Lee did it in 2013. When, I don't know why they remake such famous foreign films like films from abroad. I don't know why they do that. They should find one that's a little less well-known, really. Because that. I, I understand that. but There's still a big portion of people who don't watch films in subtitles or don't watch films not in their own language. Uh, it's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. And it's the the average film viewer, isn't it? It's, they don't... A lazy film viewer. <laughs> yeah. Like... Um, Someone who thinks that Fast and Furious 5 is the best film of all time. That sort of film viewer. They make them for those people, don't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, fair enough, I guess. I mean, they had a good cast list for it. They had Josh Brolin. They had um, Elizabeth Olsen. Sam Olsen, Scarlet Witch. I'm not going to watch it. No, I'm not. It's, it's, it, it's really poorly reviewed. Yeah, it just it just seems ridiculous, like just pointless to me, uh, personally, but... Yeah, yeah. there's no point watching it. Most times when there's a great film, certainly international films, it's remade in America, people are terrified of what's going to happen. The fact that it's I've you... I've heard that. Yeah. They the let, fa- I've heard that Yeah, the fact that it's you, Twitter. you might have a moment. You, <laughs> you'll have a bit of a grace period. But um, are you going to stay true to the original text? It's a reinterpretation. Because the ending, we can't... But it's so... <laughs> can you do... Right? It's a reinterpretation. <laughs> anyway, so we rate this original version of Old Boy. <laughs> yes. Pop it in the list. Yes. Well, um, I well, Letterboxd fucks me over sometimes because I wanted to give it a three point seven five, but that's not an option because I thought it was a very good three point five. So I've I've stuck with three point five. But like I said to you before, if it's between this and something else, this'll go above it. So 3.5 is my rating. I did enjoy it a lot. Uh, I thought it was very good. Um, yeah. 3.5 is still pretty good. What's that like? Seven. Seven, that's seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Yeah, that's a great rating. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Favourable. Favourable, yeah. Would watch again. Would recommend. When I first watched it all those years ago in 2019, for some reason I gave it a three. Um, I think it's probably because I knew about the twist and it annoyed me maybe. maybe i've thought too much into that i don't know uh but this time i gave it 4.5 out of 5 what an um, i know i can't believe i gave it a three because i gave the other two films in the trilogy higher marks than a three so this is i think the best one out of them three so anyway but yeah 4.5 i gave it so i don't know what that makes the average above or below mulholland drive it's your call mm, below below well that's fine so it is currently the 10th best film of all time Which, if you think about it, if we didn't add any more, if we said it was the 10th best film of all time, they'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah. What are we doing next episode? Well, um, we finished the the official sort of 
ranking in, in which we do things. Um, and the poll has actually just run out. Um, wow, what timing that is. Yeah. So we put a poll out on Twitter to, between two films that we could watch, both from the 1950s. Yes, and there were two films that I'd picked, and there were two films that I've seen, um, but not for some time. Um, so the options were Rebel Without a Cause um, or On the Waterfront. Uh, and it was a bit of a landslide. So Rebel Without a Cause got 75% of the votes. Um, so we'll be watching that next week. So I know I'm aware you haven't seen either of those films. Yeah, and I've never seen James Dean in any film. No, so, so you've... Yeah, intrigued. I've only seen Tommy Wiseau do an impression of him. So, yeah. yeah, I'd be intrigued, right. you know. Yeah, want to see what all the fuss is about, really. Yeah, I mean, he's a very good actor, of course, but obviously the, the fascination comes from him dying young, isn't it, and what could have been. Yeah. Um, but no, he, he, he is still a very good actor. It's, it's, it's no, there's no done eye in that. All right. Well, um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it again because I haven't seen it for some time. Um, yeah. And I've got it on DVD. So. I might do a double bill, you know. I might watch both. We'll see. Yeah, watch both. They're both great films. Also, I'll just say, because I know it's a bonus episode and usually the bonus films don't go in there, but because Rebel Without a Cause is on the 1001 list, we can still rank it. Yeah, we're gonna. Um, we're gonna. Well, basically, we thought, we're not... Well, I thought, I just brought this to Jake's attention, really. We were only covering half of the films in the book, really, by starting from the 60s, so... To include all of them and just to have, I don't know, a bit more and choice. We, we did say from the start that we that was just to sort of get our Easy feelers to... out a little bit, wasn't it? Easy yeah, thing, it yeah. was. I think we're, we're going to start being brave men. Um, and I've created some, some basically, Wheel of Fortune wheels, <laughs> they look like. <laughs> all with different genres on um, and different sort of sub-genres and categories. And we're going to spin a wheel at the end of every episode, not on the next season. Um, which would sort of identify a type of film we're going to watch, and we can have one from any decade, basically, that's in the book. It'll make more sense then. Did I explain that well? I don't know. Yeah, well, they'll, yeah. Our <laughs> our four listeners will get to yeah. terms with it, won't they? My dad, your cousin, Max and Adam. Yeah. They'll tell us. <laughs> sort of Asian films you would have maybe have seen but I can't really think of any of them I can't even find out how I would find that out either how do I find out what Asian films I've seen on your letterbox is that a thing you go on your own films yeah and then you can sort by where they're from basically so go to my diary country yeah you can I've seen four South Korean films okay Um, Parasite as we've mentioned Uh, Old Boy again as we've mentioned Snowpiercer didn't realise it was South Korean. Uh, and Greta, again, didn't realise that was South Korean. <laughs> right, that's bullshit. Greta, what the fuck? Why is that involved? <laughs> I don't have a fucking clue. Um, but Letterbox is never wrong. It is. <laughs> it's never wrong. <laughs> what the hell? Why is... I need to look into that. Oh, yeah. It's directed by Neil Jordan. He's Irish. <laughs> How is that Korean in any way? I'm very confused. <laughs>